0: On a Saturday morning, downtown Kopio Pio in Fakatani, along the main street, it's bustling with shoppers. There's a myriad of takeaway bars and fish and chip shops. Inside a room called the Caledonian Hall, this is transformed into a space of healing. Well,
1: there's the queer. She goes, Well, I'm just going to give you a nice light midi midi and we'll do all your body. Well wow, boy, oh boy, she went from the head, gave it a bit of a stretch, to the back down the pain. She found my pain right on the button.
0: Bonnie Pearson talks about getting midi midi or healing massage done from one of the queer, Hana Te Pau. Leah Heta runs a business called Happy Native, and they produce teas, tonics, therapies, and creams. All made from native plants, which include kawakawa and kumara ho.
2: The medicines that we make work complementary with Western medicines, so they draw out all the you know the negative toxins that the Western medicines can leave in there. Um, so that draws all it out and leaves the good stuff that should be in there. Things like you know if you take too much steroids you can get a lot of liver damage um, kidney failure and things like that so the wrong oil helps to draw you know the negative bits out and try and keep the good stuff in
0: in part 1 of this three part series about healing practices Tiahika visits Fakatani and sits in on a session with Natohunga o Temoana atoi Tohunga to mean a person of high rank, a priest or a healer, and Te Moana A Toi is the Māori name given to the Bay of Plenty region, named after the ancestor Toitehuatahi or Toi, o Toi The collective is headed by Koro Tutua, a prominent figure and spiritual advisor.
3: Haura, and uh, uh, as far as that is concerned, uh, uh, Mili and also to do with mental health in this um, uh, mahi that we do at the moment.
0: Kuro Tutua, Hanatepo, Leah Heta and Bonnie Pearson each share their experience of giving or receiving spiritual healing. Yakura e rangatirama koto mā aro mai ki unga hotaka, tauti mai. Hanatepo carries out the practice of mirimiri and romiromi, both forms of massage. The practice is said to release any emotional or energy blockages from the body. Inside the hall space, the members of the public pay a fee, come into the space where there's half a dozen massage tables set up. They wait their turn to either sit with Koro to get a spiritual reading or a mirimiri or romiromi carried out. Hana Tipoe says that she is simply the tool, and that her work is from the creator, Te Atua.
1: tapu te kai, ita tapu e koe rero nei, nei. I ko Te Atua tonu i koe i te tapu kia ko Te Atua. Te timita wa matau mahi koe i mua, koe i te timita koe e mahi nei matau. Kāre koe ake o mahitakoya mahi
0: when you carry out Miri Miri and Romi Romi, are you. What are you trying to achieve? With, are you trying to heal? Heal? We'll heal
1: the person. We're trying to heal the person. That's what we're doing. I can give it to you this way um, We're not the healers, ne? we are the tools. Ne? For That's how I work. I can't speak for anybody else, but I can speak for myself.
0: Bonnie Pearson travelled from Tauranga to attend the one day expo. Tentative at first, she came with a couple of friends.
1: Well, they the queer. She goes, Well, I'm just going to give you a nice light midi midi and we'll do all your body. Well, boy, oh boy, she went from the head, gave it a bit of a stretch to the back down the pain, she found my pain, right on the button. Hey. She said, Oh, you got something wrong with your back, hey On this side she just then. And then she worked on it. She did this middy midty heavy all the way through the to the stomach, through the through my bum, down through my legs, inside of the legs, to my feet and then the other lady winning. She came in and did the deep tissue work. Whew, boy, oh boy. So, you know, the stretching bodies, the stretching the legs. And then I think I finished off with Mark Harawira. And um, he gave me a a big stretch in the back.
0: So you're three people working on you this morning. Mm -hmm. And it was
1: beautiful. Beautiful. How do do you feel now? How do I feel? Absolutely contented and humble. You know, travel all the way over to Ngati and and get this done. Yeah, now I'm feeling humbled and blessed.
0: She says, "Being in that space is all about spiritual healing."
1: The first come through the door. You know, it was all about the way how I feel as a person, how I feel as a Maori woman, and what was my expectations? What did I expect? Well, walking in, of course, the first thing was way and that's important. Then, I thought, you know, I'd like to get a reading done, and so the reading was very important in the way that. I was able to connect through a, a, a sister, and the sister being that had passed, my half-sister.
0: So she, when you sat down, she wasn't really in your mind at that time, it was just no. your sisters who were yeah. still here, yeah? Yeah, was
1: were still here, and then I realised later, and I had to let her know that, yes, I had a half-brother and half-sister, and she was the one that came through, yeah, and to say, you know, that she she's here for me and that she loves me, and even though we've never met. This connection, never ever met her. She was dead before, way before as a child. And then after that, I sat down in the middle of the hall and on on the chairs in the queer. She came over to me and asked me if I'd like a And I thought, OK, Nan, if that's fine. She said, that's really she used a swearing <laughs> And I said, OK, then, that's fine. And both her and her helper, Winnie, gave me a hell of a beating, And I mean, in, a, in an awesome, positive way that my body needed, you know. So many times that we carry on in our work life, eh, that we forget about the no. we're right, we're fine, it's the Tuturu Yeah, you know, you... So my midi midi is done. I've had a bit of a cup of tea. And what am I going to do next? I'm not sure. I might get my feet done. Totally needs me. I only let one person, well, two people touch me and that's my, the big sister and the big brother. First time ever.
0: Bonnie was diagnosed with cancer a few years ago, which is now in remission. After the, after the cancer, that's gone.
1: And then just the other week, I had blood tests. They came back clear. And oh. I had X-rays, and they've got like the back call it spurs, bone spurs. that grow off your spine, and they can curl, curl around, and grow onto your alignment, oh. your ligaments. Sorry, and can pull on that nerve and really give you some severe pain. And that's what's brought me because I've been like that now for about two and a half, three months. This pain, this severe pain, and they keep saying that. When you have severe pain, it's good to get an operation
0: done on your back. Well, I don't think so. I ask her about her approach to both Western and Māori medicine. Our way, the Ngā Māori
1: katoa. you know, we have a style all of our own, and the, the terminology, I suppose, is, is, um, you know, they work from books. They work from books. That's the Pākehā award, And from the Māori's perspective, it is that way to that only us as Māori can can see and feel. And the cancer, well, you know, like I said, it's, it's been removed, it's gone. And, you know, when you work, when you think about cancer, your mindset, your mindset really strong. Hmm. And to know that, you know, you've got a loving brothers and sisters and whānau around you, that makes it even stronger. But there was no way in hell that that was going to beat me so it was a lot of mindset straight away about the cancer just don't want to mention my mukupuna, tana I had no one to go with me the day that I was going to be told by my doctor that it was cancer so I took my mukupuna because everybody was a bit busy and you know, I couldn't get a hold of them and when she said yes it is cancer that you have my mukupuna said it's alright now. Nee. it's alright the doctor is here to help you Nan." Nee drove home and my tears were coming down it's alright man, it's alright man hmm? my mokopuna he was only, how old is he now? Uh, he's going to be nine this year so, so that's three years ago, six yeah. yeah, you know, and it seems like that eh? to set your mindset to your mokopuna, you have everything to look for you know when you got your mokos and they were my light at the end of the tunnel a beautiful light and my son. But in saying that, it's all about whānau. Eh? It's all about finding and the people that you connect with and meet with over your lifetime. No mm. matter how long a lifetime you
0: have. Kia ora, Bonnie Pearson, no Tauranga <laughs> Moana. Pa'tite, kawakawa, kumrahau, and matipo are a few of the native plants that Leah Heta and her cousin use to produce Rungoa Māori, or Māori medicine, for their business, Happy Native. Creams, tonics, and balms are made and sold at the expo. Leah has been part of the Natohunga Te Mwana Atoi collective for a few years. She says the group is inclusive of other cultures.
2: We have all sorts, not just Pake, we've got um, German, Swiss people that also join us from our collective overseas, so they come over quite often to join in our wananas and we go over there to participate in the same or bring what we have here, the same process, and take that to them, the tekang and the kawa, and um, mix with them and how they work over there and sort of bring that sharing together to hopefully make something good for other people to enjoy. I'm from um, Koero, right here in the Eastern Bay of Plenty. Born and bred here. Uh, my mum is from Paketani, and my father from Kaitai up north.
0: Can you explain what you're, the reason well,
2: why you're here at this one? The reason why we're here at this one, and for me in particular, I am um, a huge supporter of uh, natural therapies and being able to have choices in how we take care of ourselves and the choices that we. Do decide to take that the processes suit us, and um, so being part of Nga Tohunga and their collective healing wanana is the perfect place that I think that people can come and learn and just sort of experience different methods and forms of, if you want to call it, well being, healing, spiritual awareness, uh, however you want to take that. The same plants that we have here, especially all the what people like to call the weeds, which are the best um, nutrition and vitamins for us, we have similar in a lot of countries, so we could go over to America or to places in Europe and find the same plants that we have here so we 're able to basically make the same mixes and they have the same benefits so we 're really fortunate that um, they grow all over the world and not just in certain places. Mm. Yeah. So what made you get into this type of mahi? Um, first and foremost, it was to uh, work or spiritual self or whatever you want to call it. I'm just being aware of that since I was a young girl, sort of not really knowing at a certain age that you know there were other people that were around me that weren't real. They didn't have skin and bone and I thought that they were just part of every one of my... My daily life, it wasn't until I sort of reached double digits that I realised that, oh, there's something not right here. So it was just sort of a, a realisation growing up that um, that some of them went real and some of them weren't. And it was my family that helped me, because we were all very similar, to realise what was going on. And it was my mum, actually, that had the, the good sense to take us to our tohinga to help balance that out for us. So when you were a teenager, what was life like dealing with... I mean, was it viewed as... What was it viewed at the time, that you were sick? Well, I know some of our family members thought that, you know, maybe we should be put away somewhere um, because of, of, of how we were.
0: When you say, were you in
2: your family? My family, sorry, yes, my family and I. But it was just more or less... Having more understanding and letting people know, you know, this is this is what's going on. I'm I'm not crazy. I'm not mental. Um, a lot of our people they come and visit me every now and then and give me cordial and things like that, um, and it's just deciphering what kind of cordial they're giving, and at the time. Um, I didn't realise it was to help other people and, of course, help myself. Um, It was just learning for myself and then being able to share that with others. So it was really that, first and foremost. They were trying to help me learn about myself. And I think I've only just come to that point now. I've been in this work, and I say officially, I'm at the age of 17. And so it's taken, I'm 42 now, it's taken all that time to just sort of have, I think, a good balance now for myself, and I'm really happy with it. it.
0: Now, before I turn my microphones on to record this interview that you're hearing now, Leah asked me a question out of the blue, and at the time I didn't have my device ready. She asked me if I could see wairua, or if I could see spirits, because she told me that she could see spirits surrounding me, especially on my left side. So as we're talking, I decide to ask her what prompted her to ask me that in the first place?
2: Um I could just I could feel it from you. I could feel that there were a lot of um, people surrounding you that were had your back and especially on your left side. Yeah. Um and I could just yeah, just feel that's why I asked you if you saw and I got told from the people that I worked with in spirit that you used to see maybe you teeth tipping all your grandparents when you were a little girl. You, you might have forgotten now or taken it in another formal way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's why I asked. And you've just got that look about you. You can see it in people's eyes when they know, you know they know a certain awareness and yeah, you've got that about you, yeah. Yeah,
0: because... Um I feel, I feel a lot, and I think, yeah, I think I kind of expected to be asked that. Happy Native is the name of Leah's company. They make a batch of different remedies. She explains the process.
2: I think the big aim for all of us here is to try and bring this type of well being and bring it to be part of our everyday life and in the workspaces, so if you've got, like how you have insurance, you know, you need insurance for your well-being and maintenance for your well-being so hopefully one day it will be become part of policy and process that is, this is what you have to do as part of your work or as part of what you do in everyday life, just to balance. It definitely makes me think about what I put in my body because I don't know where it comes from and I know where I get my my medicines from and that's that's what makes me think. I don't think Western medicines are bad. We just need to look at what we're doing with it and how we're using it and how much we're using it. The medicines that we make work complementary with Western medicines, so they draw out all the you know the negative toxins that the Western medicines can leave in there. Um, so that draws all it out and leaves the good stuff that should be in there. Things like you know if you take too much steroids. You can get a lot of liver damage, um, kidney failure, and things like that. So the raw oil helps to draw, you know, the negative bits out and try and keep the good stuff in. So we're not getting hammered inside. We're we'll trying to make ourselves well with, you know, with pills and things like that. And so today we've bought um, three different tonics, and one of them is partete, which is to do with uh, weight loss, um, detoxing, oh, diabetes, and it's our natural antibiotic. So, And these are all plants that we can get in the bush. Um, so we've got that mixed today with sparkling water. We've got matepo, which is uh, for high blood pressure, reduces high blood pressure. So there's two different types of matepo you can get, and one is to reduce it, and one is to uh, bring up the blood pressure. If you have got low blood pressure. We've got that mixed with sparkling water today too. We've got kumarau, which we use for... Uh, diabetes, cleaning the blood, um, boosting the iron, your energy levels, and we've got that mix today with zero sprite and some natural orange juice, just to give someone, uh, people, a bit more of a different taste. So how are those sold in tea bags? Like, uh, we can sell them in tea bags, loose tea, um, already made up as a product within a bottle. Oh right, yeah, and yeah, and they can get couriered to you or sent to you. We've also got balms here today, Hanupani creams, um, and we've made kawakau and karamuramu today, which is a good mixture for skin to, skin conditions, especially if you've had lots of uh, old, deep skin conditions that have lasted for quite a while. It's really excellent to, to clear that up straight away and really generally good for moisturiser. That is my best, best body balm, moisturiser is um, hinipani, I would not use anything else, it just does well, my skin is just gorgeous because I lather <laughs> the goodness, all the greenery in there but yeah I wouldn't use anything else but it's been a long time making and refining the skill and getting it sort of down to a, a fine art and, and we think we've got that now Kia ora, Kia ora, Leah, what do you think are some of the misconceptions
0: about this type of mahi? Their way to a traditional Maori healing.
2: Um, I think the first thing for me is that it's taboo, so you shouldn't go near it. Um, and if you go there, something might happen to you. Something you know, something bad might happen to you. I think that's one of the first things that that is uh, quite a commonality. But the other thing would be that people can read your mind. And we have to have the permission first before we can even go there. That's exactly
0: what the Chloe yeah. said to me. So we yeah. have
2: all of their rules, rules and processes as well, that we have for this work. So um, we have to abide and follow those rules. And it's respect for the people who we see and who they bring with them. Um, so, and there's safety rules that we have also. So it's not just a willingly, nilly you know, you put your table up or your chair or whatever else it is and come in and, and do your thing. Um, we have a process, you know, so everyone is safe and everyone feels comfortable. And if that happens and, you know, someone is feeling uncomfortable, we've got um, process to take care of that because it's really important that people feel OK when we're here and, and, you know, they don't feel scared or frightened of what's going on. So, you know, we try to make it as user-friendly as possible, I guess you could call it. Okay, so, um, yep, so happy native to
0: know more about what Leah was talking in terms of the tonics and the um, balms. I am a happy native, so I am a happy native at gmail.com. Kia ora, thank you, Leah. Thank you, thank you. Koro Tutua is a prominent elder and spiritual advisor from Taifakaya. Grounded in the Iringatu faith since he was a young boy, Koro Tutua is the head of Natohunga Te Moana Atoi, the healers' collective from the Eastern Bay of Plenty, that started in 2005. Koro Tutua does have a cleft palette, which you may pick up in this interview. Here he talks about his indoctrination into Teha Iringatu.
3: And at that time, uh, when I really started at the age of 10, I was quite uh, fortunate because I was amongst the Tohungas of that time. And my uncles were all Tohungas. They were all Tohungas, and I was amongst them. I was only young, but I was always the the tono, you know, the the one that we sent around to do this, do that. And and that's the knowledge that I've learned from 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 that age as a, as a lingotu. It's really it, many variations where, where that tongue is concerned uh, is what you're good at. Whether it's to out there and is what you're good at. Whether it be a minister, whatever that your station may be. And uh, as many will tell you that the lingotu uh, is. Uh, the very uh, they don't have it in the open. They do everything behind closed doors, and that was our that was our learning at that time.
0: So when you come here, um, so when you people come to you seeking yeah. sprillage advice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you also do midi midi or
3: well, uh, not so much the, the midi midi because my problem with my hips, I used to.
0: So can you tell? Upon meeting people, having done this for many, many years, yeah, yeah. do you deal with the energy first, or how do you do your uh, mahi?
3: I, I prefer to deal with the energies first, ne? because when you were standing there talking to me, I also, although I'm talking to you, but I'm also looking at your energies around you, your surrounding energies around you, so we're
0: inside Caledonia Hall down uh, in Kopiopio in Whakatane. And so what energy does this place bring you?
3: Also, uh, it being been an immunity um, hall and you will feel the immunity energies in it.
0: Can it be too much sometimes?
3: Well, this is what my job is, to, to turn it down. It, it, it too much, then I turn it down. This is what's so good about us Maori. We have many gods, you know? This is so beautiful about uh, uh, our Taha'u We have many gods we can't call upon uh, to work with.
0: Does this mahi leave you tired or energised?
3: Oh, well, uh, in my field, that way, it leaves, it leaves you tired. But when you think of it, why are you using your energy instead of using our, love, our ancestors' energy? If you use our uh, ancestors' energy, you never get tired. They'll fill you up with energy to do the money. But once you do the money, i to. Then you might get tired.